Hello and welcome to the Mystical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Soul, and I am so excited for you to meet our guest today, Brianna Rose. But first, I wanted to share a beautiful offering. We have just launched our Mystical Living Group program, and we have a special offer for our dear podcast listeners. You can use code PODCAST for 30% off the very high-touch group program on creating your too-good-to-be-true life. We'll post the link in the show notes, but if you want it right now, it's katiesoul.com backslash courses. And without further ado, welcome, Brianna. Hi. Oh, I am so excited to be here today. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you. And you're wearing the Rose of Love. Of course I am. The priestess captain of Love Lalette. Uh, Literally live in this thing. I am obsessed. I know. You're so beautiful. I just, it warms my heart so much seeing you on stages, presenting. Oh, yeah. Love Lalette. It Mm. is totally a joy. So tell us, Brianna, who are you really? Mm, Who am I really? Oh, my gosh. Really? (laughs) I'm Brianna Rose. At my core, I'm just a grateful human being. Um, But what what I do Mm. in the world is I'm a Kundalini business coach and I'm a CEO of the Light Leader Collective, founder of the Light Leader Movement. Essentially, what I help you do is to uncover your purpose, to step out of the spiritual closet and build a business that is based on you, your energy, your lifestyle. Um, so that way you can make radical impact in the world and together we can raise the vibration of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little mission that Just you a little mission tiny little took on in this lifetime. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you did take on your very, very big and very impactful light leader mission. And I would love to share a little bit later in the episode how I came into mm. your world through a beautiful synchronicity. But mm. first, we start every episode with a few minutes just to quiet the mind where that human self resides, those fears and worries and to-do lists, mm. and drop into our sacred heart where our intuition resides. Mm. And today, we have this special gift of Brianna leading us into our heart center Mm. today. So I'll turn it over to you. Uh, Thank you. This is so fun. I don't normally get to do this on podcast interviews. So I'm really excited to be able to do this. Uh, For those of you that are listening and that aren't driving, that have the capacity to drop in, I invite you to Mm -hmm. gently close your eyes down, rolling (sighs) the shoulders back taking that chin in ever so slightly. And if you're sitting in a chair, making sure that your feet are firmly planted into the ground, anchoring in. And if you're sitting on the floor, just come into an easy pose, cross-legged position and bringing your hands down into your lower belly, one hand on that lower belly, one hand on the chest. Let's take a few deep inhalations in here allowing that breath to fully expand into the lower belly, allowing that breath to expand into the chest, into the throat, and then release it out. And again, deep inhale in and out. Last time, 
Using this breath, we are signaling to our body that we are safe. We're turning on the parasympathetic nervous system so that we can fully land here and give this episode our full presence and release that breath out. You can keep your hands, one hand on the chest, one hand on the lower belly, or you could drop them down, whatever feels comfortable for you. Taking a moment to ask for your ego to step out soul to step in and through, inviting your full self to fully be here, to fully land here in this moment, and bringing your awareness down near the base of your spine, which is where your kundalini energy lives. You might feel a pulsation here. You might even see a bright light here. With each breath that you take, coming back into your normal breath, begin to feel that energy rising up near the base of your spine, rising up through your central spinal column. And if you know the chakra system, feeling that rise up from the root to your sacral, to your solar plexus, and pull that energy up, watching as it unwinds with your breath. Just like a corkscrew, it's swirling up, 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 lighting up your energy system, lighting you up from the inside out, feeling this bright light pulling up and begin to pull it up to your heart center, feeling it nestle in between your chest, right at that chest, feeling that deep connection from the base of your spine where your kundalini energy lives. This is the energy of awareness the energy of divine intelligence. It's the energy that knows all. So allowing that wisdom to rise up with you and meeting you in your heart. Feeling that energy pulsate right in between your chest. Taking a deep inhale in here. And on the exhale, Push that light out through your heart, allowing it to envelop over your physical body, wrapping you like a warm cocoon of light, healing and holding you, and allowing this divine intelligence of your intuition to seep into every cell, fiber, and tissue of your being. Knowing that as we navigate through this episode, any intuitive ideas you receive, thoughts, messages, they're coming from you for you, allowing this wisdom to speak through you and allowing yourself to listen. Taking one more deep inhale in, in to seal in this mini meditation. Taking a moment to hold the breath once it, once it reaches the top. And then letting it out. And when you're ready, you can blink open your eyes and drop those hands down and shake them out if you need to. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. 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 There we go, baby. <laughs> there we go. I mean, that is the magic. And what's so amazing 
It only takes a couple minutes. Yes. We're just a couple minutes into this episode. Yes. We have left the ego behind. We've mm-hmm. come into the soul. We've shifted our energetic state. Yes. I don't know about you, but I had a whole light show going on. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> had all my cells vibrating. It was really special. And that's mm. the magic yes. as you deepen into your heart knowing you live from this place. Yes. It's it's a game changer. Mm. It is a game changer. Okay. Wow. Woo. What a way to start. All right. Let's tap in to mm. Kundalini. Mm. You just led us into this beautiful practice of awakening yes. that Kundalini energy within yes. our body. But for those listening that are like, wait, what, what is that? Like my, my human wants to know a little bit yes. more. Tell us, what mm. does it mean? What does Kundalini mean to you? Yes. Oh, I love this question because most people either have no idea what Kundalini is, which could be many of you that are listening to this episode or those of you that have heard it, just associate it with yoga and meditation. And that is not giving Kundalini her full expression because Kundalini is an energy that lives within every single one of us. Um, As you just experienced, it's near the base of the spine. Most people say it's at the base of the spine, which is close. If you're familiar with acupuncture, it's located at the Dantian point, which is an energy point that's located between your navel center and the base of your spine. Um, This is where that energy lives. Through the mystics, it said that this is a feminine energy. So it's the same energy that has created everything that we see in the world. If you don't align with that term, think of it as birthing energy. It's the energy Mm. that just creates. And so what's cool is science has proven that we do have this energy that lives within us. So this isn't just some airy fairy thing. Um, We have some grounded research on this and it's known to be a light frequency energy. So it's literally light that lives in our body that we get to awaken. Now, most people have this energy within them. They don't know it's there. So if that's you, that's normal, especially in our Western world. We're not even taught about this. We don't have any awareness to it. (laughs) We're trying Um, to change that through this podcast. Yes, yes. We are changing that, baby. Um, But it's so important to know this, to experience this energy because it represents our potential because everything that we do in the world, we're always creating, we're manifesting, we're creating, we're taking action. And so this energy just amplifies it for us. And so- We work with this energy. We can pull it up through, literally it runs up through our central spinal column. This is the science of it. And then once it rises up to the central spinal column, it descends down through our vagus nerve. And our vagus nerve is the largest nerve in the body. So we're literally turning on our nervous system. We're literally turning on our physical body, which is absolutely incredible. Now through the lens of the mystic living, 
this energy is rising up. It's divine feminine energy. And it's said that her intention is to actually rise up. It's turned the whole body on, but she wants to rise up to the top of the head, to the crown, because it's said that at the top of the head is where the masculine lives, Shiva. So this practice is a really balanced practice because it's not about fully being in the feminine. It's actually the harmony of the masculine and the feminine. And so this stuff is like so cool. We can geek out on it. But one of the reasons why I love it is since it is a light frequency energy, as we know, when we turn on the light or we open up the flashlight, it illuminates our darkness. And so this is important as humans because we carry beliefs, we carry stories, we carry traumas with us that literally live within our cellular memories. This has all been proven by science. We know this. We know all about epigenetics too, how things can be passed down to us. And so through the use of Kundalini, what happens is this light frequency energy is rising up through the body and it's literally illuminating the parts of us literally that are stuck within our physical body that hold our traumas and belief systems. And so through working with this energy, it's almost like we're taking our physical body and like wringing it out like a sponge. It's like we're wringing out the patterns and the belief systems that don't serve us. Because when we think about our next level self, when we think about our goals, when we think about our manifestations, when we think about our vision board, that part of us, that version of us that's doing those things most likely isn't carrying around the stuff that we're carrying around right now, right? It's like they're more confident. They feel embodied. They feel connected. And so through this practice, you're clearing away those things that are preventing you from moving forward in your life and then in your business and career and, and everything that we do as humans. And I think what's so beautiful about this practice too is often we think about trauma as like big T trauma, like yes. big traumatic life things. But there can be little T trauma where yes. you were seven and somebody screamed at you and that exactly. got embedded in your cells. And yes. through this practice, you can move that out. You don't need to create a whole story around it. You don't no. even need to know that when you're a seven, somebody screamed at you. Yes you can just start to re-energize those mm -hmm. pathways mm -hmm. and let that old dissipate out and let those new cells start to come in. And that's what I yeah. think is just so cool about yes. Kundalini. Yeah, and it's the coolest thing. It's the coolest <laughs> thing. Okay, so <laughs> tell me though, like for the humans that are like, what does that look like day to day? Yeah. Like, I just did this practice. It was really beautiful. But mm. if I want to incorporate that into my life on the reg, yes. what, what would that look like? Yeah. Yeah. I love this. So first up, we have, of course, the meditation that I guided you through um, earlier. I think something like that, if you're totally new, something like that is important because we need to know what the, what the energy is and how our Kundalini energy feels in our body. I think that's first and foremost. Now, I mentioned earlier that most people think of Kundalini as a form of yoga and meditation. And so it's not a form of yoga and meditation, but yoga, meditation, somatic movement, walking, running, all of those things can actually start to activate the Kundalini energy. And so since it lives within the body, since it lives at that Dantian point, essentially through curated movements known as Kriyas, which are sequences of poses, posture, mantra, and breath work. Poses, posture, posture mantra, mantra, and breath, breath work. work. Yes. It is like the most efficient form of yoga. And I'm all about efficiency because it's putting 
all totally. the things together. Let's in pack one. it all in. Yeah, we're packing it all in. And so the reason why these things, as Kriyas, why they work is we have to get our body into specific postures in order to essentially put pressure on where that energy lives. That energy isn't going to just randomly pop up one day. Um, we have to move our body to essentially put pressure on the energy so that way it can rise. And so we do that through kriyas. And the way kriyas work is you're moving your physical body oftentimes in ways that you not that you wouldn't normally move it, which is key because if you keep moving your body in the same way over and over again, you're not going to see a different result. So we have to get our body into these different postures, these different poses to essentially access the Kundalini energy. And so for me, um, I love viewing the body through the lens of Chinese medicine. So a lot of my work is yes, rooted in Kundalini, but I bring in the lens of Chinese medicine to understand the energetic pathways of the body and the meridians. And the reason why this is important is because the meridian system, the energetic pathways, they give you guidance as to where the traumas, big T, little t, where they actually live in the body. So that way, you know, specifically how to move your body in a way that's going to be successful for you. So once you know, like what your story is, what your trauma is, what your emotions are, you can actually figure out where it's living in your body, which I think is so cool, cool. kind of gives you the power, right? You're like, oh, I know where this is in my body. And then you move your body in a way to remove where that block is in your body, which is how it all kind of works together and why people, when they work with us, they see results rather quickly because it's intentional, it's curated to your body, and you're able to literally like just quantum leap into your healing and transformation. So give us a little teaser. I know these are often associated with the elements too. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, give us a little teaser as to some of the combos that you see in coming up regularly with your clients. Yeah. So fear is a big thing, right? A lot of people experience yeah. the emotion of fear, right? <laughs> I think yeah. we all have, have felt fearful <laughs> on so, in some way, oh shape, my gosh. or form. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Right. And so what's really it's not it's not cool, but the awareness of this is cool is fear where it lives is in the water meridian. And so mm -hmm. the water meridian runs up and down um, your back. And so most people that have fear that struggle with fear also have lower back pain, um, mm -hmm. also have issues with their ankles, also have issues with neck and shoulder pain, because that's where the meridian runs. So for those of you that are like, oh my God, I'm struggling with fear and also have some oh, lower yeah. back stuff going on. Guess what? That's where the energy is stuck. I come from the lens of thought where anything that's happening in the physical, so physical bodies hurting or something's happening in your life, there's an energetic root or symptom to it that we have to address first and foremost. And so once we're able to bust through where that energy is being stored in the body, guess what? Then you can heal. Then you can take action. Then those action steps can actually stick. And so when someone is struggling with fear, they're feeling fear in their life. Um, typically, they don't always have lower back pain, but they typically have some sort of pain that's in their body that always ends up being right where the meridian is running. And so then what we do is, is we essentially prescribe a Kriya that's going to target that area of the body 
So that way we can literally change your physiology because guess what? You can do all of the coaching, all of the therapy, all of the affirmation work. Um, you could do all of the, the energy clearing too, but the body is so wise and the body remembers. And so the body doesn't know the difference between something that happened when you were three years old to something that happened when you were 45 years old. It's just constantly, it's just, it's always happening at all times. And so we have to bring the body into the equation when it comes to transformation. And that's where these Kriyas come into play, where it's meeting us in our physical body. We're able to move our body in the, in a new way to release the energy, to release the patterns, to release the pain. And then it's also helping us to rise up and take action. Once you don't have fear in your life, guess what? You're going to feel Ooh. confident. You're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to feel like you are ready to move forward. And that's, that's the whole game here. Mm, so true. So coming from somebody who had 20 years of low back pain, oh. Oh, I know this one really well. Mm. I, um, I was a division one rower and that's what I attributed the back pain to. Mm. But interestingly for me, when I got divorced, my back pain, the chronic back pain, went away. Yeah. Because what I was doing was I was fearful of the reality of the situation yes. I was in. And when that situation went away, mm. the fear went away with it because then it was all out on the table. It was all out in the open. I wasn't needing to hold it yeah. at the base of my spine any longer. But what's interesting is I still had a little bit stuck in like the back of my heart center. Mm. And I had the opportunity to visit Brianna when she was at Kripalu in yes. 2023 teaching. Mm -hmm. And I remember like as we were doing the Kriyas, it just like kept like getting mm. stuck, stuck, stuck. And a couple of days after I sent her a message, I was like, oh my gosh, you have to give me a Korea to like move this. And she did. And uh, three days later, just like poof was wow. released. But it was like that building of just tension and mm -hmm. energy to this point where, you know, I couldn't quite release it on my own. It was, it was another up level for me yes. post that experience, which was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. It's so like, I can't hear these things enough because I just think it's so amazing that we are shown time and time again, the power of our body and the power of our energy too. I know. It's really amazing. I want to share the story of how you came into my life. Okay. <laughs> it's so fun. And then I want you to share the story of how, of your Kerpalu story, because it's okay. such a good story. Okay. So I don't know the year it was. I was definitely still in corporate America. And I saw this email in my inbox from Brianna. Mm. And I was like, I don't even know what it was for. It was for some magical program. <laughs> and it felt exactly in alignment with what I needed in that moment. And um, I, don't, I replied and was like, yes, I want to do it. Yeah. But I didn't know it was you. I thought it was another Brianna in my network <laughs> with a very shockingly similar name who I actually knew. I didn't actually know you. And I don't remember like having subscribed. I wasn't following you on Instagram. I like literally didn't, didn't know you. 
And yet here I am corresponding and all of a sudden I'm in your program and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is not, not the person. (laughs) (laughs) But what was so crazy is right before I joined the program you were running at that time, um, I got a check in the mail for the exact amount Mm. that was the cost of the program. And it was just that little sign for me, like, oh, this is the right path. This is what you should be doing in this now moment. And it was beautiful because it was really at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. And where I believe you have a really extra special gift is blending the structure and the spiritual together. And that was so beautiful for the phase that I was in right then. So that was my little like, way the universe Uh, brought me into your orbit. I love that. I love that. That's, it's so cool when, um, the universe kind of just moves things around for us and gives us these little winks along the way. And, um, you're not the only person that's like, Brianna, I don't even know how I got on your email list. I don't even know how I was following you. Right. I feel like the universe does some stuff for us, signs us up for things or gets us in front of the people that we're meant to work with. And I so love that the universe aligned our paths because obviously it's absolutely been incredible to watch Mm. you and your journey and everything unfold for you. Mm. Okay. Tell us the Kerpalu story because it's so freaking good. Um, And I know it's going to inspire so many people listening today. Ah, oh, I would love to share this story. It's one of my favorite manifestation stories. Um, for those of you that don't know what Kripalu is, definitely check it out. It's worth a Google search. It is like a spiritual haven. Um, it's just incredible. And some amazing teachers um, of our time have spoken there, have led classes there. And I went there way back in the day. I think it was in 2016. I attended a lecture led by Gabby Bernstein, she was doing something called like the summer of miracles. And I was like, I got to go there. I loved Gabby. I was like, I've got to be a part of this. At the time, though, um, I was just in a a rut with my business and Mm -hmm. I um, barely had any money to attend. Very similar to you, Katie. I signed up and then I don't know, that day I got a client in that paid for it. And I was like, all right, I'm meant to do this thing. And so I attended the event. And for those of you that know what Kripalu is, it's like you step on the grounds and there's a significant energy shift. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's sacred land that you're stepping on. And I remember I didn't know anyone. And I was like, I'm just going to go here and just see what happens. At the time, I was doing branding and web design, which is so far out of alignment of my purpose, but that's mm. what I was doing because it felt normal and safe. Yeah. And I remember sitting there watching Gabby and I was like, I'm going to come back here one day and I am going to teach here. I am going to, that's, I'm going to be here. Ah, It was wild. And I remembered the friends that I had made there. I was like, I'm going home and I'm not doing this web design work anymore. I'm meant to do Kundalini business coaching. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. Cause like, like anyone else, I knew I was supposed to do it, but I was so afraid to do it. And that weekend I claimed it. And I remember leaving and I was like, I'm coming back here one day. And then fast forward to 2019. By that point, my business had just scaled and skyrocketed. The light leader Mm -hmm. movement was expanding like crazy. And one of my students reached out to me in 2019 and she was like, hey, I'm at Kripalu right now. And I don't know, I feel like you're meant to teach here. You really need to apply to teach here. And I was like, 
I know. I feel like I'm supposed to teach her too. Uh, her name was also Katie. And I was like, Katie, Aww. I feel this as well. And she actually went to someone on the grounds and was like, I know someone that's meant to teach here. What's the process? And so they told her what I needed to do. She sent okay. it all to me. And I was like, you know, this feels like a, like a, a big manifestation because mm -hmm. you had to apply to be accepted. There were just some huge names that teach there. And at the time, yes, my business was scaling and all of that, but I was not on the same level as like a Gabby Bernstein. You know, I was like, but you know what? I'm going to try this out. I was doing all mm -hmm. these manifestation Kriyas and I'm like, I'm going to pop it in. Within 48 hours, I had a respond back from Kripalu and they were like, we're really curious about this and we want to talk to you. So Woo! we hopped in the phone. It was wild. And the woman was like, listen, you're not as big as some of our other people, but I'm rooting for you. She's like, I'm going into the meeting later and I'm going to sit at that table and I'm going to root and cheer for you because I feel like you need to be here. So we got accepted. Short, short answer there. We got accepted. And then we were supposed to do it right um, in June of 2020. And we all know what happened. So we got postponed and then they shut down Kripalu for a while. And I was like, oh man, like so much momentum and manifestation went into this. And then um, last year, I just was like, you know, what? I'm going to reach back out to them. It looks like they're bringing events back. And right away, they were like, yes, we would love to have you back. Get in here. And then we made it happen. And I was able to grace the stage in March uh, of 2023 in Kripalu. And it was just such a full circle moment um, mm -hmm. to be there. And of course, I got to see you, Katie, as well. I know. It was so nice that you were local to me. Too. Yes. <laughs> it's like a nice little weekend getaway. Yes. You know, move through some fear and Perfect. Mm. <sighs> okay. So take us back for those that are listening that are still in a role, in a working capacity that's not in alignment. Yes. They're feeling that ping like, ooh, I don't think this is my destiny. Mm. Take us back to like, how did you make that leap? And what advice would you give them right now? Mm. Remembering being in that place yourself. This is such a great topic because I think we all go through this in some way, shape, or form in our life where we feel out of alignment with career, with relationships, with friendships, even with family. Um, and I think above all, if you're feeling it, listen to those voices, listen to that intuition. There's a reason why you're feeling that. There's a reason why you're questioning it. And I have found most of the time, if you are feeling the fear around it, it's often an indicator of you're actually meant to do that and move forward with it and, and break away, which is so, so hard and so scary. But there's a part of you that is so wise, that is so intelligent, that knows, knows more than your human self can know. And there's a reason why you're hearing that whisper. There's a reason why you're starting to question things. And for many people that I tend to work with, and probably many people that are on this podcast, the thing that you feel like you're being called to do is totally different than what you're currently doing, or totally different than what people in your life are currently doing. And like, that's okay. It might feel really scary, it might feel really uncertain, but 
the vision, the mission, the idea is coming to you for a reason. And in order to start to make that shift, you know, there are definitely people out there that can just jump ship and go from one point A to point B and just do it. But I think for most of us, we probably need those, those gradual steps. So it's not just about making this big shift overnight, but it's really about mapping it out. What would that next step look like? What would it feel like? What needs to occur? I find that if we can map it out and look at it, the logical mind is like, oh, I can do that. Or like, oh, that makes sense. Even if you're a little afraid, even if you're a little scared, when we can see what the pathway is, then we can walk down the pathway. And so for anyone that's feeling that or feeling that urge to do something else, trust it above all. Also, I think to keep it sacred, sometimes, you know, not everything needs to be shared with friends and family and coworkers um, because you're the one seeing the vision. You're the one seeing, uh, getting the idea. You're the one getting that intuitive down download, not them. And so a lot of times when people, when you share that with people, they might be times when people when you share that with people, they might be projecting their own fears, their own worries onto you. And if you're not fully embodied in it yet, if you're scared yourself, if someone's projecting their fear, you're going to feed right into it. So sometimes it's really important to keep those things sacred or be a part of containers like what Katie's created or even I've created where you have that container of sisterhood where people will just listen and see you in your highest power and see you in your highest truth. Um, but I think above all, make that action steps, really look and see what would be required of you, what will happen. I think when we can see the future and we can start to map it out and we can start to see that it's real. Again, we can see the path and walk down the path. Totally. I talk about it a lot as building your muscle, right? Yes. Like for if sure. we want to change our bodies, we're going to probably have to move them differently. We're probably yes. going to have to go to the gym, maybe hire a trainer, maybe do some yoga, go out mm -hmm. for walks. And as we do that, we're building new physical muscles. Yes. We also need to build those muscles of change too. Yes. When I was designing the Mystical Living Group program, I was really thinking about that former version of me and what did she need? Like what? Yes. Because so often those are the people that we're best served to support mm -hmm. are the former version of yes. us. And I really could have used some like extra <laughs> support in just building those change muscles. And I found it through various people, places. Um, but I really wanted to make a program that was just about that, mm. building the muscles of change. Because so those dreams are meant for you. You are yes. meant to lead women at Kripalu, like that mm -hmm. was seated inside of you for a yes. reason. And for everyone listening, your dreams are seated inside of you for a reason. Yes. You know, you want to have a travel to Egypt, have a mm -hmm. baby, speak on a stage like these, yes. these aren't just things that don't matter. They're really important. Yeah. And they're within you for a reason. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what's next for you. Like, what are you, what are you feeling into mm. for this beautiful eight year energy? There's a lot of acceleration happening. Yes. You're in new magazines. You're speaking on new stages. Like what <laughs> is the mission? right now for you that's like really exploding out of your heart 
Ah, oh, I love this question. You know, it's it's kind of what it's always been, but just to the next level. I go through phases of expansion and contraction. I think that's who we are as humans. And I feel like the last couple of years, as much as I did Kripalu and I had some huge things happen last year, last year was the contraction phase of like learning yeah. and healing and building those muscles because I knew I was like, 2024 is going to be a huge year and I have to build the muscles now because I know it's going to be a fast year. And so yeah. for 2024, I feel so grounded, mm -hmm. so full of like energetic strength because I know that I'm meant to pioneer this light leader movement and get it Ooh. even bigger. So we've got stages, we've got magazines, we've got all the things that I'm going to be out there living out the brand, sharing it with the world. And we have a big focus on our light leader certification program as well, which is where you're literally getting certified in everything that I do, everything that I share, everything that I teach, including our business model, which is a multiple seven figure business model. And the reason why I created that is I saw that there were so many people that were struggling, that didn't know how to do this work, that didn't know how to hold their client sessions, didn't know it's like they felt the call to help but they didn't have those tools and so now I get to certify people and create more certified light leaders in the world we've revamped the entire program made it really affordable for people and that's the mission is to get the work out there into many as many hands and hearts as possible mm -hmm. because my main thing I'm super impact driven and I know that if I can certify people and I can help people then we're going to create that ripple effect of light in the world because then they're going to have the teachings and they're going to share the teachings and then those people are going to share the teachings and that's how we can raise the vibration of the planet together so more stages more magazines more interviews and then more light leaders in the world so beautiful. Mm. And I think if you're listening and feeling that energy too, it's because 2023 was a year of contraction. It was for the collective. It was about rest, mm. recalibration, getting quiet, going inside. That's what a seven yes. year is about. But we're moving into this eight year. And in a couple days from the recording of this, Pluto moves into Aquarius, which is setting mm. the stage for the next 20 years too. So there's just a lot of big movement. Yes. But on my whole life, I always felt like 2024 was going to be a big year. Mm. I just had this inner knowing. You knew it. <laughs> I knew it my whole life. And I don't know, maybe it's because I was born on the 24th, but- Me too. You were? What yes. month? October. July. Oh, mm. love it. So it's just a good, it's a good number. It's a, it's a good number. <laughs> I just had this deep knowing. And so for 2023, mm. I scaled back so much in my business because when I first came out of corporate, I had so much energy and I was like, go, 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 build, build, build. Let me do 1 million things. Yeah. But 2023, I just kept getting the ping. Like you've got to pick one or two things max. Yeah and really simplify and decide where do you want your legacy? Where do you want your most yes. impact? Yes. And so for 2024, I'm leading my mystical living group program and I'm recording my podcast and that's it. And I have an amazing coach in my life who is holding my feet to the fire every time I'm like, Ooh, but I could, Ooh, yes. <laughs> because that there is a level of discernment that yeah. is required as you grow. And when you do create space, a lot comes into your field. I had this woman reach out to me that I don't know um, a couple days ago, and she asked me if I could help her publish her book. 
Mm-hmm. And well, that's so lovely. Mm-hmm. No, that's yes. not my purpose. It's not my zone of genius. Yes. And, but when you do create space, things can kind of zap into your field. Yes. That you're like, huh? I mean, that was a pretty quick and easy one to yes. politely decline. It does have that zone of genius. Sure. But what are you feeling? Like, how are you discerning in your business right now? Because I'm sure like me, things and opportunities come in that aren't always in 100% alignment. Yes. Ah, I love this question too. You know, um, I think as entrepreneurs and even just as humans, we're, we're artists. And so being artists, we're creative. We have all the ideas, so so many ideas. And so when it comes to business, you know, I have to get really focused and say, what is the best use of my energy right now? What is my why? And so that way, when those things come in, I have to check in and say, does that bring me closer to that vision or farther away from that vision? Mm. And so for me, um, as a former people pleaser, Mm, learning the art of the sacred no, right? I think all of us as women, right? Learning the art of the sacred no has been so empowering and liberating. Mm. And also just as you just shared, could you maybe help that woman? I'm sure on some level you could have, but there's someone where like their dharma is helping people to do that work. So how amazing we get to just say no, honor our boundaries, honor mm-hmm. our truth, honor our path, and then let them go find the person that like, that is their dharma. They're going to get way better support by finding the correct people. So that's the vision that I hold, which is every sacred no, that person is turning around and finding the right person mm-hmm. for them too. I love that. The sacred mm. no. So we'll yes. all be practicing the sacred no mm-hmm. in 2024 mm-hmm. and beyond. Yes. Mm. No more people pleasing. No more, baby. Mm. Okay. So tell me when you see this light leader legacy. Yes. Describe what a light leader is. Mm. To me, a light leader is a person that uses their gifts, that uses their heart to change the world. They are the people that see the pockets of opportunity um, in the world, whether it's in their industries, in their careers, and they say, there's a gap there and I can fill that gap and I can rise up and I can be the person that goes first. Those people are my people. And those people are the ones that are building businesses, not just for income. Income is important because we live in a Western world, but at the forefront, it's impact. At the forefront is how can I lead with my heart even more? How can I create a movement? How can I awaken people and remind people of their power? The people I love working with are the ones that are creating generational impact in the world um, that are here to make the world a better place. And because of that, success just becomes a byproduct of it all. Mm. So beautiful. We really skipped over the beginning part of your story. <sighs> we touched a little bit on it from your mm-hmm. brand marketing. Yeah. But tell us like, how did this all happen? Like, how did it all start? Tell us that version of you that was living at home with your parents. And you know that story. (laughs) I know your story. But I, I just, I love your story. Hmm. Thank you. I'd love to share it because I'm sure there are people out there that can resonate with, with different parts about what I'm about to share. Um, 
we were to rewind the clock to about 10 years ago, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, which feels pretty, pretty surreal. I'm like, how did I get here? How did 10 years just go by so fast? Um, But originally I was a PR and marketing director, always loved building businesses and loved um, just the fun of all of that. And I also knew that I was meant for something more. I had a spiritual awakening in 2012. Um, I lost one of my best friends. And when she passed away, I was like, all of my gifts opened up. Mm -hmm. And so while I was still in this very corporate-y type of position, I was also having a spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. And through that spiritual awakening, I discovered Gabby Bernstein. I discovered all these different spiritual teachers, Reiki, angel therapy, oracle card readings, and Kundalini. Um, And when I started to play around with the Kundalini energy, it was like I had found myself. I had found my thing that I was meant Mm -hmm. to do. But there was also this intuitive part of me that knew that there was so much more than what I was being taught. And so at this time, I decided to leave my position. I spoke with my parents and I was like, listen, can I stay home and build my business? And they were like, sure. So I started building my business from my childhood bedroom. And in my head, I was like, it's all going to work because I know how to build businesses. So I started with a branding and um, consulting business. It flopped for the first four years. I barely made any money. And part of the reason it flopped was because it wasn't my purpose. I was trying to trying to be safe. I was trying to be normal. I wanted to create mm-hmm. a business that my that my parents would be proud of, even though deep yeah. down I knew I was meant to be a spiritual teacher. I knew I was mm-hmm. meant to do this kundalini work. And so during the day I was hustling. I was going literally door to door, selling my web design services, trying to get clients, pitching myself. And then at night I was studying kundalini. Um, and what I started to recognize and realize was there was so much more about kundalini than what was being taught. There was different roots to it that weren't being shared. And I also was discovering Chinese medicine and how the careers worked and all that stuff. And then in 2017, my income totally dried up for my branding and web design business. I sat my ass down the meditation pillow and like a big booming voice came in and it was like, create Kundalini business coaching now. And still I was like, I don't know, I'm afraid, but I kept hearing it over and over again. And so it got to the point where either I had to create Kundalini business coaching or I had to get a job. Not that a job would have been horrible, but I just knew it wasn't what I was actually meant to do. So I created Kundalini business coaching within two weeks. I didn't even have a website within two weeks. My one-on-one mentorship filled. I made $12,000 in one month. And for me, I was like, what? This is so wild. I'd never made money like that before in my life. Um, And I just kept going. Within six months, my one-on-one roster was filled with a wait list. Within six months, my income had skyrocketed from zero new business to I was making about $45,000 a month. And I was like, this is in fucking sane. Then I created a group coaching program because I couldn't handle the one-on-one coaching anymore. I created a group coaching program. That started booking out. And within one year, I'd made half a million dollars, all organic, no paid ads, didn't even have a website for most of that, had a tiny little audience. Obviously, I moved out of my parents' house Um, during that year time. My business just kept scaling. The next year it was scaling. Within two years, I had retired. My now husband, I had hired him on full time and then we moved out West and now we live in uh, sunny Laguna beach in our Ooh. own beautiful home that has ocean views from every room, which is quite amazing. Um, but the moral of the story is listen to the intuition, trust it, go after it. And typically when we do that, the universe just kind of opens up all the doors for us way bigger than I could have ever even imagined. 
Totally. And I think what's so beautiful in your story and in mine is you just have to start making the leaps. Yes. And like for me, I built an online marketplace when I first got out of corporate. Building tech was something I knew how to do. And I brought on all of these spiritual leaders onto the marketplace. But what I was really supposed to do was teach myself and everything Mm. in my chart, any astrology reading I've done, my human design is, oh, Katie, you're a spiritual teacher. And I really wasn't ready to face that in Mm. 2022. Sure. Is that something I knew inside was true? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I was hiding behind everyone else being like, oh, but they can do it. They can do it. And I'll just like build the infrastructure, mm-hmm. which was a path, but sure. it wasn't in a hundred percent alignment. But by doing that, when I first left corporate, I wasn't ready to just go from like corporate Katie to mystic Katie. Yes. And so... I just want to honor those phases that people go through too, because even though they aren't exactly our purpose, they're leading us into our purpose. And now I feel in full alignment, my human design Mm. purpose is to snap people out of their minds, bring them into their hearts so they can experience higher Mm. states of joy, bliss, love, and ecstasy. Today, I get to do that full time. Yes. But I needed that journey mm. over the past year and a half to get me to the place where I was in full alignment. And when you are in full alignment, everything does just flow. Yeah. And the opportunities and the people and the soul clients come in. Yeah. But I just want to honor that journey you went on and that I've mm-hmm. been on because it's taken us into that full alignment for moments in those, you know, I would sometimes check LinkedIn or like take a retail (laughs) consulting thing. And finally, I just had to stop. You know, I just had to say, no more, no Mm. more retail consulting, no more looking at the job posts and commit to myself. Mm. I love, I love that you just shared that. And um, I just want to highlight that part because I think Instagram gives us another filter that people don't see all of the out of alignment parts of our journey. They just see where we are today. And I think for some people, they don't take the leap because they're like, well, I'm not fully in alignment yet. It's not perfect yet, right? It's like we can create all of this like overthinking or perfectionism tendencies when in reality, I'm here because of the past versions of myself. You are here totally. because of the past versions. And it's like all of those little <laughs> misalignment parts were actually how I got into alignment. So sometimes we just have to start. We have to start down that pathway. Um, and as you shared, uh, corporate Katie and spiritual Katie, they couldn't happen just from one to the other. Same thing with me. I couldn't leave PR marketing and then be like, I'm a Kundalini business coach, right? There had to be this gap that occurred that allowed for the evolution that allowed for the transformation. So if you all that are listening, if you're there, if you're like, I see the vision, but I'm not her yet, that's okay. Just start making small little bite-sized steps that will eventually bring you to that version of yourself that you know and see. And that messy middle. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. It's like icky, but it's also, you gotta go through them. It's good stuff. They get like really shed all the skins and the identities. And I mean, even up until recently, somebody in my life, I had posted something on Instagram that was a little raw. And Mm. somebody in my life was like, could you be more vanilla? And a year ago, I probably would have tried to be more vanilla. Sure. But, and I made a post about it recently. So Uranus is conjunct my ascendant in Sagittarius, which for the non-astrology people listening, basically that means like you you can't be vanilla. Like it's just mm. not in yeah. your sole purpose to mm be vanilla. And I was able to say to this person, you know, no, I really can't. And we had a great honest discussion. Um, I did not bring up Uranus conjunct my AC in that discussion, but we left with clarity. And Mm. because I was in my power and clear, the person on the other side could really receive that Mm. and see me in that phase. But so often like you know, in a past version of me could have gotten pulled back into that swirl of being more vanilla um, and playing it safe. But we really don't find our soul people, our soul partners, our soul friends, our soul Instagram followers by being vanilla. And right now we've, we've had this sort of ongoing eight month issue with Facebook from uh, shutting down a commerce account. So I have to restart anew on a brand new Instagram because of this this issue. It's too complicated to get into. But I was meeting with my coach this week and I was like, we're just not going to solve this. I think we have to shut it, Mm. shut that one down and start anew. And she's like, screw it, Katie, just do it. You know, because sometimes we just have to say goodbye to the old version. And I have so much trust around this. Like, it will be great. It will be fine. Hell yes, it will. Like, the new soul. And something is liberating about just saying, like, okay, that was a past version of me. And now I get to step into season two of the podcast, season two of Instagram, and show up in a new way and a more authentic, more aligned version. So don't be afraid to just take the crazy leap into the unknown. Love that. And what amazing fresh energy you get to bring to this new account. I know. It's so fun already um, because we have, uh, at the time of the recording, we have like 100 followers now. (laughs) But that's in a day. So, you know, people are coming. And what's so beautiful is I'm seeing new things in the feed and new energy. And it does have a new feeling and frequency. And you know what? It's all good. I'm trusting that this is part of the divine plan. And there's a reason that sometimes just when thing when you're like trying, I mean, I have talked to Facebook a lot of times on the Mm -hmm. phone, on email over the past eight months. And we just were kind of knocking heads on this issue. It was a fringe situation. And so they really 
weren't going to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where you're like, you know what, if you're knocking heads over and over, and it was nice, they were lovely. I mean, the people I spoke with were genuinely very lovely about the situation. They just didn't have the power to create the change I needed. Sometimes it's just like a roadblock. It's just the universe is like, nope, we're not, that's not going to be the door for you. Yeah. You got to open another one. Yeah. Yeah. The redirect is always down the right path. Totally. Mm. So on that note, will you cl- will you first share with us all the ways that everyone in the Mystical Living audience can find you, get in yeah. touch, become a light leader? Mm. Yes. Well, I love hanging out on Instagram at I am Brianna Rose. If you're mm. listening to this podcast, slide into my DMs, say hello. I love connecting with you all. It's really me and not an assistant. So I will say hi back. Um, I also have a free Facebook group called Rising Light Sisterhood that have has over, I think, 150 free trainings inside of there. So Amazing. it's all about Kundalini and entrepreneurial energetics. So definitely that's another great spot. Um, the website is lightleaderco.com as well. Mm-hmm. You can come hang out too. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And on that note, will you just close us out with a little practice? Just yes. to send everyone on their way, beaming mm-hmm. their light into the world. Definitely. I love the honor to do that. So just like how we started, just gently closing down our eyes, taking another deep belly breath in and out. Beautiful. And just visualize a powerful bright light up at the top of your head, cascading down your body, dripping like warm gold pouring through the top of your head, down over your face, down through your chest, shoulders, warming up your arms, dropping down into your fingertips, rushing up and over your chest, your heart, your stomach, swirling around front to back, allowing this light to reach and seep into every cell fiber and tissue of your being, pulling that warm light down your hips, down your legs, knees, calves, ankles, and toes. And as this warm light washes over you, It's cleansing and purifying anything that is not yours, that does not serve you. I'm feeling that light pour continuously over your body. And as it runs through your body, down to your fingers, down to your legs, down to your ankles, down to your toes, allowing it to anchor, ground, and root you here into the earth, into the present, into the moment. Taking one final deep inhale in and out. And when you're ready, you can blink open your eyes. Beautiful. Mm. Now you can walk in that frequency as you go about your day. Thank you Mm. so much. You are truly a gift, Mm. so full of light and impacting so many beautiful souls in this world Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful to know you. 
Mm, I feel the same way. Thank you so much for having me on today. It's such a gift to be here with you and I appreciate you so much. All right. Mwah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>